0: Showtime, showtime,
1: showtime, showtime. Guess who's back again for all your financial needs, this is Money Talks.
2: We're back, you're listening to Money Talks, your trusted resource for your money, your future, your life. I'm Troy Harmon and uh man, I almost messed up my own name. How about that? Kelly Lynn, that's got to be like a, a that would be a first, right?
0: Messing up your own name? Yeah. Um.
2: Uh, <laughs> I have called my children by the wrong name for years. I even called one of them the dog's name one time, but I usually don't mess my own up. Okay.
3: Oh, I, I get... You know my daughter Charlotte and my dog Penny. I we all the time. I'm like Penny, Charlotte. I mean, like wait, which all of you pay attention? (laughs) All the time, roll call. Yeah, Yeah, no (laughs) doubt. I'm like, which one am I yelling at? I don't don't know.
1: Both. (laughs)
2: Yeah. (laughs) Everybody, just get off my nerves. All right. uh, The other voices you hear are Michael Griffin and Zach Alexander, and uh, you know we've been talking about various topics. Uh, mostly the Fed and inflation and interest rates and all the fun stuff that the uh, news gives us. But Kelly Lynn, we have got something else to talk about, and I'm going to turn it over, and you tell me once again
0: once again what yeah. to do actually it's you're kind of off the hook because this is this is really towards michael and zach I'll um we've got a we've got some investors guillermo and maureen um 68 and 66 um retired at uh, the end of uh, december 2021 market had rebounded they were in a better position than prior to the pandemic but 2022 has not quite turned out the way they expected um high high inflation investments are down Um, bonds are worth less when they bought them because interest rates have increased they're basically regretting retiring and they're really not sure what to do next noted though that they have not started taking their social security and while on medicare they uh, thought it would be better to wait for to receive larger social security checks on a later date so living off um after tax money in savings and brokerage because again they are trying to avoid touching their tax deferred accounts because they're down so much right so
3: that was the biggest thing that i saw kelly lynn i mean yeah
0: yeah i i I, I assume there's some mistakes that they're making well Mm -hmm. i mean i
3: not, we're not going to call it a mistake, but there, there are some things that they could change
0: yes. that might well,
3: benefit them and, a little bit more. And that's I mean, why
0: you're here. They're
3: 68 mm. and 66. I mean, you know, it, it caps out at 70, you know, exactly. on Social Security money. So they're right. so they're getting close. And I have this conversation with clients all the time. You know, when, when do I take my Social Security? And I've run enough Social Security analysis over the years that it's typically a, a 10 to 12 year mm-hmm. break even point. Mm-hmm. So that means, you know, after you start taking Social Security, you got to live another, you know, 10 to 12 years for it to, you know, make sense for you to have have waited. And, um, you know, so if you waited till till 70. So, you know, to us, it's really a bird in hand situation mm-hmm. uh, for a lot of these people. And um, in their situation, especially at their ages, I would 100 percent recommend going ahead and taking Social Security to to stop
4: depleting your taxable assets I, near as much
0: that's money you're owed yeah yes i mean you've paid
4: in for all of these years so why are you absolutely. now trying to put it on chance of uncertainty if you don't know how much longer you're going to live you don't so, know
0: how long you're going to live no, there's no beneficiary to it you know no crystal
4: ball i mean but you know you start taking it at 70
3: i mean you really got to be you know 82 82 or 83 typically for it to have made sense for you to have waited I mean, and that's a lot can happen between the ages of 70 and 82, 83 years old. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah.
3: For it to make sense. And, and it's just, you know, and when I have that conversation with people, they're usually like, you know what? I think I'll go ahead and take it. <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> Let me go ahead and you know uh, tap that.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's a big concern there. I, was I mean, say,
0: that's, that, to me, that's what stood out. The Uh, most but
3: I I don't think I would panic if I was them. I mean, luckily they're not having to tap into their four hundred one K and IRAs yet, which is which is fantastic. Mm -hmm. Um so you know, those do have some time to recover. Now they will have to start taking out of those retirement accounts at seventy two as it stands right now with a required minimum distribution. Um but, you know, as we were kind of talking off air earlier, I mean, you know, I think next year might still be a little bumpy as, you know, they continue to raise rates and get things uh, situated in the economy. But, you know, by 2024, you know, we feel that things are going to start to turn around and look a little different for these people. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, so they have some time for it to recover. And but I think they need to start getting the money that they're owed right now and stop spending their assets. So one thing
2: that I want to cover, and I know it's not in, you know, some of the some of the details here, but please. Think of this, the the market that we saw in 2020 and 2021, if you looked at the fundamentals, these the valuations in the market got so atrociously high Mm -hmm. that it wasn't even funny. Not only did we recover from the spike downward that we saw, you know, from February to March of 2020, but the valuations got absolutely ridiculous by the fall of 2020. When you say that um, you know the market is down, we're still not down to the point where we right. started in February of 2020, even today. So Which, some of the yes. some of the valuation that you're you're seeing now is actually a lot more reasonable mm-hmm. than it was when uh, Guillermo and, and Maureen. Retired, so uh, I think I mean this is this is an anchoring bias. I'm sure that uh, uh, <laughs> Zach wants to talk a little about that at times. But uh, the fact is, I think people are anchored to valuations that made absolutely no sense at sometimes. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make it any easier mentally to deal. No, with. no, Your no. Assets have still fallen.
0: They just see the total number. Exactly. You know, it's right. down twenty percent right. from where they retired right. eight months ago, right? Nine months ago.
2: But but maybe understanding little bit about what was going on the mm-hmm. market you know people will tell you oh yeah it's rational it does exactly what it should be doing at any given time that's not true yeah <laughs> <you> <laughs> know, not, not, not in true. the least at all so no. you know we were we were going in 2020 and especially by the end of 2021 mm-hmm. we were going on valuations that really didn't make much sense um but uh, they're they're more reasonable now. In fact, I've been telling folks that we finally got back to the point just in the last few weeks where I would say, "You know what?" probably reasonable to start dollar cost averaging you're probably not Mm. at the bottom at the moment but you're going to invest through it which is the way you do with a dca strategy right Mm -hmm. and uh if if you're dcaing and the market just goes up you're actually wasting your time you should have just dumped the money in but you don't know until after the fact right? right right so i think i think you know that's a point that could be made just to maybe get them a little more um Mental well, I, yeah. I
0: know that like if a down market in your early retirement years is a lot more exactly. difficult yep. to overcome because that's when your assets are the largest because right. you're not drawing mm-hmm. them down. Yep. Mm-hmm. So you start, yeah, you start. So I see the panic. Like I, I, I mean, I get it. Like. Yep. It's all yep. over.
2: But I mean, here's the thing. In a, in a case like that, I, while you hate to hear this, mm-hmm. uh, might not be a bad idea if you can generate some income some way yeah. instead of drawing as heavily on your your um, retirement assets. Mm-hmm. Might not be a bad idea to to do something to bolster your income just a bit to get you through. It's yeah. it'll be short term.
3: Yeah. Well, taking Social Security it's, might just go ahead and take care of it that. It may. Yeah. Uh, we don't know exactly and, and how much they're spending, but that could that right. could take a big. Well, if Social Security is going to be adjusted for
4: inflation anyway, right? It will. Mm -hmm. Well, you kind of think about it this way, too, and I think we do this really well with our clients, is even when we are presented with the current market and economic conditions, it's kind of a glass half full approach because there's still opportunities in a down market. There's there's no, certain that's thing, true. there's that's certain true. things that you can take advantage of, tax loss harvesting, rebalancing, trying to look at different positions or maybe yep. different sectors and we have that active management. So one thing that sticks out to me is I don't think it's necessarily an issue that the market's down. I think the planning before you retire is most important to be able to have what you need set aside and maybe have different buckets of income to pull from and have a better understanding of, of, of your resources going into a down market. And, and I do think that that's something that we do very well with our clients to, we've been here before, the market sure. has dropped before, this too shall pass. Right. It's, it's going to, but it's getting through that short term bump for the long term outcome. Right, yep. Um,
2: the only thing that I would say is mm-hmm. the piece that makes it a little more difficult right now is mm-hmm. fixed income assets have fallen significantly. In 2022 yeah. as well. Yes. Yes. So you know, even setting aside some money, if you if you didn't wait for your maturities, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you could be having to sell fixed income for spending mm-hmm. in a at a bad time at as a well. very bad yeah. time, and, yeah. and, and that doesn't normally happen.
0: Okay. So
2: uh, you know, if if they had bond funds, uh, ouch, I yeah. mean, it's going to hurt a little. We bit
0: did too. not get that many details. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, but
2: you see what I'm saying. Oh, absolutely. You know, bond absolutely. fund versus the maturity like, of a bond, an individual bond is going to be very different in the time. it goes back to what
0: zach is saying you need that you need that active management to get yep. you know to, to to help you through make sure. those decisions so. absolutely yep because i think you saw the writing on the wall or at least or well, we've been talking about it a long time seen it for a little bit <laughs> yep. i mean not not completely crystal ball but you no know, it's these guys knows, yeah. these
4: guys i'm know still what in the doing. shop I don't, I don't know what's going on with the crystal ball, <laughs> need a uh, new mechanic yeah
0: <laughs> okay well coming up next we're going to hit our uh question mailbag I got a really good question about energy costs in europe so we will get that when we get back you're listening to money talks your trusted resource for your money your future your life